Welcome to a very special episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. We are getting an exclusive sneak peek listen to a clip of a brand new unreleased song by an alternative artist who's actually signed with Atlantic Records. He's also managed by Wiz Khalifa. His debut album, Last Day on Earth, is dropping this Friday, April 8th. Let's uh, please welcome Skate to the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? So I am laughing right now because I have to I, I have to share this story yeah, because it's yeah. too good not to. So um, this is actually the uh, we, we could almost say this is the second time Skate has been <laughs> on the podcast because we had we, I feel like we were probably getting close to the end. And I looked at my computer screen and I realized, yeah, I, I looked at my computer screen, realized that I did not hit the record button. We were just all the way in it, man. We were just, we were just in in a vibe, you know. I was, I was just so <laughs> in the vibe. I was just so excited to have you here, and I completely forgot to do well, that. Practice so makes perfect. So it, it does, and <laughs> I, uh, you should get an extra round of applause just for being, <laughs> just for being cool and letting, um, no you know, letting us redo this. So you come from Nebraska. You were born, raised in Nebraska and made your way out to L.A. We were talking about how you were both into basketball, but also into music as well. What I'm baffled by is the story you told me about being eight years old Mm. and you were you wanted to play guitar or you were learning guitar. And it was the instructor that said that said your fingers were too short. Yeah. Uh, it's like, how can you tell an eight year old that your fingers are too small? So yeah, like when I was eight, I was telling, I was telling him that, uh, you know, my mom had hit me cause I'm learning guitar now for, for like four months now. I've been really, really dialing in and, and trying to, you know, uh, up my skills on. on how is that going by the way? It's going really, really good. You know, I've learned what, a what lot. Have you been, what have you been learning? YouTube, man, YouTube can, can teach you a lot. And then also I have like, you know, some really, really um, cool friends that are really good at guitar. So that's, that helps a lot too. They can show me, you know, little things here and there, but um, yeah, man, when I was eight years old, my, well, my mom had texted me like, yo, cause she had seen me practicing and stuff. And she was like, yo, um, you know, like you, you used to play guitar when you were eight years old, but the instructor turned you away and he said, your, uh, your fingers were too small. I was like, Man, I remember, I remember like, like picking the guitar up, but I never remember why I stopped because I remember loving it. And uh, she was like, yeah, he turned you away and you were really, really mad. <laughs> and I, I like, would have been wow. pissed too. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was my, so she was like, that was your first love. And then right after that, you started picking up a basketball and started really getting into sports. So I guess I got into sports. And then when I was 15 or 16, that's when I still was like starting to, you know, go out to concerts and see a lot of um, shows and stuff. And that's when I really started to get inspired and drove 
like really dive into um, the music side of things. And when I was 16, like my sophomore year, I went and bought like a, a like, you know, the you can buy like 30 blank CDs. So we bought 30 blank CDs that were, um, and then I just went and, you know, put, just put them into my computer and, and downloaded each one, got a Sharpie and wrote on each one. Did you ever wear out a, um, a CD drive from burning CDs? Because I did. I had, I hadn't, no, but I heard, I heard of people doing that. From, I've literally, I've, I've, I've done it to the point on, uh, I think two computers that I just burned so many CDs of my band that it just said, Nope, I'm not doing it anymore. It just froze up. Huh? <laughs> it, 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 it literally said, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of somebody doing that though before. Luckily, luckily mine made it through the, the sophomore year high, of high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, I was, I, I knew was you were special. that's what it was (laughs) i was passing out cds and uh that was like when i was 16 but i was still playing ball like i was really um i really had a lot of love for basketball too and i was putting a lot of work into it and i that ended up getting me a scholarship um to go play at a d2 college that was like three hours away from my hometown um so i moved there when i was 18 and went to school there and it was a performing and art school also so i was able to kind of still dabbling into the music scene at the same time as playing basketball. But that's when I kind of learned, like, it was like I needed to choose one route. You know, I really wanted to put my focus into one of them. It was either going to be basketball or music. And uh, that's when I decided to to quit school and, and go back home to, to Omaha and uh, just pursue my music career. I really wanted to just, just dive in and, and see where it would take me. And at that same time, I think like six months after, I'd gotten a really, really uh, great blessing. And uh, the 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 guys that we, we talked about, the guys from Fine, their names are Jack and Jack. Yeah. They went to my old school. I transferred my senior year, but they went to my old school and uh, where I was passing out CDs. And they kind of kept in touch with me and knew I was still making music. And they came to me and was like, yo, I would love to, you know, make a uh, make a song with you. And uh, the first song we ended up doing, it's crazy that it's the first song. We went on YouTube. I went on YouTube and like found a beat and bought it for 600 bucks, exclusive rights. And it ends up, uh, you know, being a gold record, like before DSPs and streaming, which is like amazing. Still my biggest song to date. It's a good $600 investment right there. It's the best $600 investment I ever made, man. <laughs> don't, um, don't waste your $600 on lottery tickets. Just buy, just buy go, a decent beat. You know? Just go to YouTube and buy a beat, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that ended up paying off. And, and that record uh, did so well that it gave us opportunities. They went on a, a full tour on a House of Blues tour and invited me out to open up. And uh, that was when I was like 19. And that's where I really started to see all the traction on social media. And um, I was able to take that and more opportunities came my way. Like I was opening up for Ray Schrummer, Lil Wayne, Big Sean, uh, Travis Mills, and, and the list goes on. And, and uh, I just like took it as like, if I'm able to leave this show and get, you know, five to 10 new people that, are diving into my music like that was that's that's good for me you know and I, I was proud of that and 
And I've kind of stuck to that as I've um, gone throughout the years. Like if I drop a song and get a hundred new, new listens, cool. That's a hundred new listens that I didn't have before, you know? And um, so, yeah, that's kind of like how it started and how I kind of got into that scene. And I was able to stay independent um, for a while. And 2016 came around, I dropped a project called Skaterade and um, that project uh, led me into my first headlining tour. And we were able to like uh, Chicago Red Live. That was a really yes. dope venue. We sold that place mm-hmm. out. That was actually my mm-hmm. first my first sellout ever that I've ever done for myself was Chicago Red Juice Live. I have like a, a a video of me popping Ace of Spades like on on the stage and shit. Oh, dude, really that's really awesome. Happy. Yeah, yeah so Red Juice is so just cool. awesome. I'm yeah, glad it was. Really cool. Yeah, I'm glad it was Reggie's that you uh, experienced because I feel like Reggie's does it right. They definitely do. So Reggie's was my first one. We went, to, we did like we sold out the Roxy and a couple other shows, and and we went um all across the U.S. and it was a really good tour. It was it was really cool to just see that core fan base that was showing up and showing support. And um, after that tour was kind of when I was like, okay, whoa, I got a lot. I feel like I've done everything not everything but most everything i could independently and i wanted to you know it's like it's like you put all that work in uh when you're playing sports and then it's like okay well it's time to go to the league right like i gotta i gotta get drafted or something right so that was kind of my mentality after i did all that and um that's when i uh started putting my feelers out to to find somebody that could help me start my label because that was always a dream for mine too, was to start my own label and then have an imprint underneath, you know, if, if, if I needed to have an imprint underneath a large label, then uh, that, that could happen. But really I just wanted to start my own label. So we started, um, I linked up with James McMillan and uh, shout out to him. And uh, we started my, uh, my imprint called alignment records and then we uh we took that deal and we kind of like surfaced around to different uh, ma- uh major labels and ended up uh underneath Atlantic uh as a joint venture so that's kind of how the label situation got started and then at the same time I was like damn I got this label um who's going to help me like manage this shit you know like it's just me and my homeboy like you know so um at the same time too though I just got in the studio with Wiz. So that's how I met Wiz was through Ricky P. He's a producer um, on Taylor Gang. And we were in the studio till like late, like 4 a.m. And it was crazy because we were getting ready to leave. You know, we were getting ready to leave the studio. And he was like, yo, Wiz is is about to pull up. Um, You trying to stay? And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to leave. I am now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm staying now. Like, so uh, Wiz pulled up. And he was listening to some of the stuff that we had just made. He's like, yo, this is hard. Like, this is dope. Let's, uh, you trying to cook up? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he started playing some sledge and beats. And um, after that, he was, I was really, really rocking with one. And he's like, you, you like that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's hard. And he's like, all right, shit, hop in the booth. So I hopped in the booth. I laid the, the hook down and he laid his verses down. And that was like the first time I met Wiz and like really like, vibed out and made made some music and then after that he just kept inviting me back to the studio and we just kept working and at the same time I was still trying to find that manager you know I still hadn't found my manager because I wanted to find the right fit and um Will Will Dazanback came into the picture and he started pulling up to the studio sessions um and he just enjoyed what was going on and liked the energy and and I 
also liked the energy that was going on. And, and I felt like it was the right fit and that they knew like where I wanted to go with my music and how I wanted to maneuver uh, the business side of things. So we ended up um, inking that deal probably around the same time I started my label. It was kind of around the same time, about three years ago. And um, then Will and Wiz started managing me. And uh, it's it's been really good. We're getting ready. We're gearing up for that uh, my new project called Last Day on Earth. And uh, it's a mixture of alternative and trap and, and uh, pop punk. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. So what was one of the, the main things you've learned from, you know, Wiz or even some of the other artists that you've opened up for? What are some of the things you've taken away from them that you've applied to your career? Yeah, um, I've learned a lot, man. Just just even watching, like I've, I've done two tours now, summer tours with Wiz. And, uh, you know, his summer tours are always like, big with Live Nation, like he'll do him in French Montana and Moneybag Yo or him and Ray Shrummer was the year before that and a couple other artists like he always does really, really dope like festival like um, tours during the summer. Right. They're so usually was, pretty big. Yeah, I was really blessed to get on two of those and open up. And I just learned a lot just even just by watching him just be on stage, learning like stage presence and how to control the crowd. And uh, and that taught me a lot. Um into my shows on just how to like, you know, really engage the crowd and, and take over a crowd, you know? So that was one of the main things that I learned from, from him and from other artists. Um, and it, 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 you can learn a lot just from, you know, it, it seems cliche, but like, like they say, it's just like listening. Um, my fault. I froze up for a second. No, um, you're good. Just just listening, you know, to, to people and what they say before you talk and just kind of like, you know, read things. And, and I learned a lot from that. Even being in the studio, like Wiz would make a song in, he can make a song in 10 minutes, like, you know. And then on top of that, just like, he's in the studio every day. So that taught me too, like, okay, he has all, the, all these accolades. He has all these plaques. He has all this success. And yet he's in the studio every single day, you know? So that put fire in me, like, man, like, I don't even have that much success. I need to be in the studio every day. And I think that was something that, like, I was really, really taught by, too. Even just, like, other artists, too. Like, you know, these artists, they got so much success, but they're still in the studio every single day, you know? So how can you think that you could put in less work when they've already done these things and they're in the studio every day. So those, those were two main things that I really learned was the stage presence and how to control the crowd. And then also just the work ethic, you know? Yeah. They, I've, I've heard from many different people that uh, you have to write a song, at least one song a day. To, yeah, at least, at yeah, least. That, yeah. That's I've, I've heard that many times writing one song a day really helps, I guess. And then, keep, and, yeah. Keep things, just, keeping things flowing or, or just improving upon your craft. Yep. Yep. I was going to touch on top of that. It's just like, it's just like going in and doing that is going to, I live by a, this rule of 10,000 hours. I don't know if you heard it or watched the video, but like, if you put in 10,000 hours, supposedly you will become a professional at what you do, no matter what it is, you know? So um, I really stuck to that and, and wanted to just, you know, wake up and put those hours in, you know, and knock down those barriers because I saw, I, I, it's like, 
if you if you work every day, there's no way you can go this way. You know, you may go like this for a little bit, but eventually, you know, you got to go like this, you know? So yeah, it's I, doing I something it's, for you, whether you see it now or later. What, whether it's a hundred, a hundred new fans or one new fan, that's, that's, you know, that all went up though, you know? So that's kind of what I live by. Exactly. I love, I love that mentality. (laughs) So where does pop punk come into the picture for you and, and specifically uh, your debut album last day on earth? Um, yeah. So my influence is growing up. Like I, I was huge red hot chili peppers. I'm still to this day, like would love to get in the studio with them. Um, they were a huge inspiration for me. Nirvana was a huge, huge. Kurt Cobain was like huge legend to me. Um, obviously, I had my hip hop uh, phase where I was listening to everything hip hop, and then the pop punk phase during the two thousands. Like that was by default, you know, just being in Omaha, Nebraska. I mean that that was playing everywhere, uh, at all the bars on all the radios. So um, I was kind of just a combination of all of those um genres and that's kind of how you know we've formed this new um sound that uh i'm dropping here in next week um i had rook who is mgk's drummer he's actually very very talented as a musician also not just on the drums he can really like write great songs you can really um play great guitar so we started getting in the studio and it kind of started just like yo let's uh let's think of like our favorite songs that we used to listen to and, uh, or that we still listen to and try to remix them. And that's how it started with just remixing like old school songs. And um, then it started forming in, okay, I want to make a whole album that has all live instruments, all live drums, all live bass guitar, and all live um, lead guitar. And um, that's kind of like how it started moving into that direction. And now we have, you know, obviously Good Charlotte is on the record. Some 41 is on the record. New Pop Punk, Swaco is on the record. And then obviously um, the the hip hop side, we got Wiz Khalifa on there and um, and Dubs are on there and, and Rook. So I'm, I'm super excited to to drop this one. It, it feels special and it feels very, very authentic to, to me and my sound. It it's a collaboration of everything, and that's uh, what is is hot. And um, I'm glad that it it's working out for you. And I think it's what we were talking about earlier. It's interesting. I feel like it's comparable to the new metal phase, except this is like new pop punk where you're taking rap and hip hop and things like that and influencing it into pop punk. And I think, um, yeah, cause we were saying Fred Durst, Fred Durst is like, you know, he was rapping on there, you know, Lincoln park, they were rapping on, on that, on their beats, you know, it just, it just, the, the instruments took over more. So it was like, that's rock. You know yes. what I mean? Because it sounds like rock, but really, man, there was a lot of influences in between. I can, I can definitely see. What do you think is, is kind of brought around this, this influence of this, this new pop punk and, and a lot of um, like solo artists such as yourself are coming up to bat to yeah. kind of surface this new wave. What do you think uh-huh. has started or, why do you think that's that's happening? I think there's multiple things. I think there's multiple people that are tapping into um, the genre, one. 
And I don't know if, you know, this sounds cliche again, but like everything comes full circle, you know, I think people want like, I I, I can even just read the comments when I, uh, when I go to my YouTube and it's like, Oh, you know, I'm 32 and I love this music. Like I used to, this reminds me of my past. This reminds me of uh, the two thousands. Oh wow. This brings me back to my, you know what I'm saying? So that's really good to see that like, you know, people want to hear that one, you know, because I think there was just, in the mainstream, you know, something takes a hold and then everybody kind of follows a wave, you know? And I think, um, you know, even me, you know, I, I was doing a lot more hip hop too, and I was very influenced by it. But I think it's now, for me, it was just like, I want to dive into who I am as a person and how how that's going to sound and reflect on a song. And um, using live guitars, like we've started a lot of songs that were just strictly just like, yo, play, start a riff, like start playing a riff. And, you know, I just start singing to that and it builds into something just so, you know, great and, and, and great sounding. So, um, but I think there's, I think there's multiple influences, you know, there's multiple people that are in the, in the genre right now that I think are influencing it. And I think people are just like, I think I really believe that there's a, a, a group of people out there, a large group, obviously, that, um, you know, don't want to just keep listening to the same shit. You know, they want to hear stuff that sounds different. They want to hear stuff that sounds like their old stuff. They want they want to hear all those influences that, you know, we've all grown up on and been inspired by. So I think that's what's happening. And I think that's why people are showing a lot more love to it, because, you know, they, they want to hear it. Yeah, I I completely agree with you on that. Um, you mentioned some forty one earlier being a part of the record, and that's actually the uh, clip of the song we have is the one that has uh, Derek uh, from some forty one on it. Um, so you want to uh, introduce the the clip? Yeah. Uh, let us. Know. So what exactly is the the premise behind this song? Yeah, so Shooting Star is the name of the record. And um, a little side story, which is really, really cool and I'm super proud of is, is so we first linked um, via FaceTime, uh, one of my good friends, Kamiko, who uh, actually works at the label. She actually got us on a FaceTime and um, for like the first 15 minutes, we were kind of just like, just chopping it up, like kind of how we are, you know, just like just like asking each other what we were influenced by, what we listened to. And, and that was really cool to just like get to know him first. And then after that, obviously we dove into the music and I had a few songs that I had in mind already um, that I wanted to send to him. So I sent him like three different ideas and um, I was like, yo, if you want me to, you know, open up any verse or hook or whatever, just let me know. And he ended up sending me back the shooting star record. Like, yo, this is the one, this is the one I want to do. And I was like, all right, cool. Sick. Um, do you want me to like open like a verse for you? Cause it was already finished. I was like, yeah, I can open any verse, any hook, whatever you want to do. He was like, I want to sing that hook, like your hook. And I was like, you want to see my hook? Like, you sure? Like, and he's like, yeah, dude, I want to sing your hook. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. So that was that was a really like proud moment for me, and yeah, yeah that felt really cool. That's um, super flattering. Yeah, and then to and then to just hear what he did to it is like, whoa, you know what I mean? So um, that was cool. 
Um, we sent him the stems and he really broke that down. And we just actually got back a, a week ago and shot the video in Vegas and it came out really, really dope. So I'm super excited for that. But yeah, shooting star um, featuring Sun 41, Derek's on the hook. We can we can roll that right now. If you want. It's straight through my brain, more or less. It's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the day. Yeah, it's going to be stuck through the brain, huh? Yeah, it really is. It's such a great hook, and it's so cool that Derek was like, "No, like that your your hook is amazing. I want to sing that." You know, so yeah. That's just a, a, a but it came one. out really dope. He killed it, man. It sounds like, Dude. and that was the thing about the even the Good Charlotte song. Like they, these guys really like gave me that two thousands pop punk. You know, like they didn't give me like some just shit. Like they really like they gave me that stuff, and and it really is. It's good to it's good to see it finally coming out because I've been working on this project since like dang, damn near since COVID. Uh, really started the quarantine so like it's been a while at least a couple, a couple years, of years. Yeah. yeah so it's it's good to finally get this out and 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 all the features are just like perfect and and everything is 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 really um coming together and i'm super excited to drop it yeah i'm i'm excited to hear the full record which uh once again last day on earth it'll be out this friday april 8th um and then of course i'm sure uh, skate you'll be playing uh, festivals and shows oh, yeah. at, oh, yeah. at some oh, point yeah. this year you mentioned um you're actually having a release show yep if anybody uh of the listeners are in la you know we're having a release show um that's going to be in la if they want to you know come tap in i'll be posting um something up that has the the information for that so we would love to have you have you come out and hear the hear the music right before it's the day before it drops so that could be really cool if anybody's in la man come through show some love awesome um is there anything else that you can uh clue us in on with uh... um yeah like obviously be on the lookout uh for we've been discussing with um, a couple different artists i want to go out with uh either a band or an artist to start off right when i drop um open up for them and then obviously we'll do our own tour um to follow right after that so Definitely be on the lookout for for a tour right after the project drops. I'm gonna just stay on the road and 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 just perform this music because it was so, it's it's so we actually did. Uh, you've heard of emo night? Yes, and you uh, did uh, like a leg of that, yeah, right? Or did yeah. you do more than a leg? Yeah, we did a leg. It was like uh, nine shows, and it was it was really really cool just to see. Um, the people's reaction to the music without them knowing it. You know, we've been at, like my cameraman joked about it. He was like, this guy, he's like, I, I had this guy out there saying like, yeah, I know this song. And he's like, no, you don't. And he's like, no, no, I know this song. It was a good Charlotte song. He's like, no, 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 I know this song. He's like, no, you don't, bro. Like, you don't know this song. <laughs> That's so awesome. it's, it's cool to see, uh, the, you know, people really like rocking with the music, especially before they know it. So yeah. I'm super excited to get on the road. And this is like, you know, this is the music that you that you want to hear, like on stage, you know, live band. And I always bring a live band with me and and uh, 
yeah, I guess just last day on earth, April 8th, you know. And hopefully maybe yeah. you'll be playing guitar at some of these shows by then. Come on, you know? that would be the goal. That's the goal right now. So, <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, uh, I hope that works out for you. I also don't have very long fingers, <laughs> and I'm a guitar player too. So, uh, Oh, you play guitar I, then? Okay. I do play guitar, yeah. I'm not uh, the greatest guitar player, but, you know. You don't have to be. You know, uh, uh, Kurt Cobain told us that, right? That's true. He was very like, man, true. I, I, I don't even play or sing very good. Yeah. That was the one thing I loved about Curry. He was always like, man, like, I can't even play guitar that good. Like, I don't even sing good. Yeah. You know, so. Right. Yeah. He was very uh, blue collar, I guess you could say. Very down to earth, you know. Um, So hopefully next time, let me know next time you're coming through Chicago. Yeah, uh, we can. We can make up for our our pizza loss. We had shipped pizza out to skate and uh, it. Someone, someone took it. Yeah, yeah someone. Somebody's, somebody's eating, enjoying our my Chicago pizza in LA yeah. right now. Yeah. So uh, I hope uh, I hope someone's enjoying that Lou Malnati's, or I hope you enjoyed that Lou Malnati's. But yeah, next time we'll uh, we'll make that happen. Yeah, for sure. I'll hit you up. Uh, we'll, we'll get your information, and anytime I'm in Chicago, definitely pull up to a show or you know bring some pizza for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, skate. Thank you so much again for uh, doing this and i'm really excited to uh to hear the the full record when it comes out this thank Friday. you again man thank you for your time i really appreciate it no thanks for being patient with me as well <laughs> always appreciate that you have a great rest of the night all right you too brother thank you thank you hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza